The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's another Wednesday morning as the end of the church year draws nearer. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, November 29, 2023. Wednesday of the 34th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Radbod of Utrecht. He was born in 850, the great-grandson of the last pagan king of Friesland, Holland. Radbod was given an education as a Christian by his uncle Gunther, the Bishop of Cologne, Germany, and he became Bishop of Utrecht, Holland in 900. As all of his predecessors had belonged to the Benedictines, Radbod immediately entered them and found this affiliation helpful in administering his diocese. The Benedictine influence was most keenly felt. As Bishop, he also distinguished himself for his aid to the poor and for his poetry. He died in France where he had been forced to move after an invasion by the Danes. The year was 917. St. Radbod of Utrecht, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. O oh, my Lord and my God, I offer to you this day and forever my body, my soul, and my heart with all their works, powers, and affections in the spirit of contrition and atonement, in the spirit of adoration and thanksgiving, in the spirit of faith, hope, and charity, I lay my past, my present, and my future at your feet, and I pray that I may accomplish your will during every moment of my mortal life and rejoice in your love for my whole eternity. Through my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, with whose prayers, labors, and sufferings I beseech you to unite and sanctify mine. Amen. And we pray for the Holy Father as he fulfills his mission. May he continue to accompany the flock entrusted to him with the help of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time a prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. Jesus' passage is a part of your prophecy for the end of the world. But your prophecy for the end of the world is also a kind of prediction of martyrdom and persecution along the whole history of the Church, that there will always be martyrs. You will be handed over, even by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. Jesus, your words here are calling us to a great courage to expect and to be ready for persecution, to expect and to be ready for rejection by loved ones, and even, if necessary, to expect and to be ready for martyrdom. Even if some of you are put to death, don't worry. Not a hair on your head will be destroyed. 
By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. It's paradoxical, right? Jesus is saying, well, you might get killed, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. So he's not saying that, you know, you're going to be beheaded or skinned alive, but don't worry, I'll make sure that your hair still looks good, that your flow is still killer, or that your perm doesn't lose its curls. No, Jesus is basically saying, look, in spite of death, you're going to be okay. In spite of death, in the resurrection, you're going to be perfect. Nothing will be lost. Not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives, eternal life. Jesus, help us also to see the great meaning for this in our daily life. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. Another translation of this is, by your patience, by your patient suffering, you will secure your life, or you will save your souls. And that's very, very deep. We could say that charity is the soul of our soul. The life of our soul is our love for God and others. At the very supernatural health and life of our soul is contingent upon our not breaking charity, our keeping up our goodwill for God and for others. And read in that way, we see that indeed, patience preserves the life of our soul. Patience preserves our soul because it preserves our charity. How many times, Jesus, do I lack charity Precisely at the moment when I lose my patience. How many times do I lash out at someone or make that angry comment or give someone the silent treatment or turn passive aggressive because I've lost patience, because I'm no longer willing to endure some insult or to endure some annoyance or to put up with something that's just bothersome or or troublesome to me. When we lose our patience, we lose our charity. And when we lose our charity, we lose the life of our soul. We lose something of that connection with God and others that makes up the very supernatural life of our soul. Simone Weil, a great philosopher, puts it this way. Patience consists in not transforming suffering into crime. Patience consists in not transforming suffering into crime. So a lack of patience, what happens is we're suffering and then we transform it, we react to it by some sort of crime, by, by a sin, right? by lashing out against God or lashing out usually against someone else. And even if it's just in our thoughts, in the car, Someone cuts us off, we're in traffic, or something happens, we lose keys, or can't find our phone, and we're in a hurry. We lose our peace, and we kind of lash out against the situation, implicitly lashing out against fate or against God's providence, implicitly, therefore, refusing to carry some cross that God has let come into our life, however small insignificant it might be. When we lose our patience, we let suffering turn into some sort of crime, some sort of anger, some sort of 
violence against our situation, against ourselves, or even against others, whether it's just interior or verbal, God forbid, physical. Patience consists in not transforming suffering into crime. Instead, with patience, with patience motivated by charity, we actually do the opposite. We transform suffering into love. By your patience, you will save your souls. By your patience, you will grow in love. By your patience, you will come out of the trials that God lets you go through with flying colors. Not a hair of your head will be destroyed. Again, this is Simone Veal. Beautiful, beautiful passage. The extreme greatness of Christianity lies in the fact that it does not seek a supernatural remedy for suffering, but a supernatural use for it. That's something to ponder. Many times when I suffer, all I want is the cessation of the suffering. Many times when I'm not feeling well, the only thing I want is for this to end as soon as possible. I want a remedy for suffering, even if it's an escape. And that's where we're tempted to sin in order to end some sort of impatience or end some sort of dissatisfaction or end some sort of boredom. But we can fall into sin in order to find a remedy for suffering. And Simone Veal says, Now the greatness of Christianity lies in the fact that it does not seek a supernatural remedy or an end to suffering, but a supernatural use for it. And this is Jesus. This is Jesus on the cross. This is you, Jesus. You transform suffering into love. You transform suffering into redemption. How? By accepting it. By embracing it. By even choosing it when it's put upon you. And what a difference that would make if some part of me could say yes to the annoyance that others cause in me. Well, that very part of me which would say yes to that would ensure my patience, ensure that I can keep enduring, ensure that I don't lose the soul of my soul, which is charity, that I don't lose my supernatural outlook. So Jesus, help us to have a kind of Copernican revolution when it comes to suffering. And a whole shift, a whole kind of change in my attitude towards things that annoy me. As St. Josemaria would say, don't think this person annoys me, but this person sanctifies me. To turn around annoyance into an opportunity to love, into an opportunity to accept, into an opportunity to understand, into an opportunity precisely to persevere by not losing our love not lashing out against the situation or against the person or against God. By your patience, you will win your souls. By your perseverance, you will save your lives. We go to Our Lady. Our Lady is a great figure of strength. Tower of David, Tower of Ivory, Ark of the Covenant, House of Gold. These are images of citadels and of weapons in battle strongholds, they can persevere. They're a place of safety, a place of strength. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect, my Immaculate Mother. St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 
This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday of the 34th week in Ordinary Time, November 29, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim your praise. praise. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Cry out with joy to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan groan in pain as we we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath. The man who stood so firm a mere shadow, the man passing by, a mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. We groan groan in pain as we we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear Hear and and answer answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. 
In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil, planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit? You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this, God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I put my trust in the word of the Lord. All my hope is in him. From the second letter of the Apostle Peter. In times past, there were false prophets among God's people. And among you also, there will be false teachers who will smuggle in pernicious heresies. They will go so far as to deny the master who acquired them for his own, thereby bringing on themselves swift disaster. Their lustful ways will lure many away. Through them, the true way will be made subject to contempt. They will deceive you with fabricated tales in a spirit of greed. Their condemnation has not lain idle all this time, however. Their destruction is not asleep. Did God spare even the angels who sinned? He did not. He held them captive in Tataras, 
consign them to the pits of darkness to be guarded until judgment. Nor did he spare the ancient world, even though he preserved Noah as a preacher of holiness with seven others whom he brought down the flood on that godless earth. He blanketed the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah in ashes and condemned them to destruction, thereby showing what would happen in the future to the godless. He did deliver Lot, however, a just man oppressed by the conduct of men unprincipled in their lusts. Day after day, that just one, good as he was, felt himself tormented by seeing and hearing about the lawless deeds of those among whom he lived. The Lord, indeed, knows how to rescue devout men from trial and how to continue the punishment of the wicked up to the day of judgment. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, while underneath they are ravenous wolves. Many false prophets shall rise up. They will work great wonders and deceive many, while underneath they are ravenous wolves. A reading from a homily attributed to St. Macarius, Bishop. When God was displeased with the Jews, he delivered Jerusalem to the enemy, and they were conquered by those who hated them. There were no more sacrifices or feasts. Likewise angered at a soul who had broken his commands, God handed it over to its enemies, who corrupted it and totally dishonored it. When a house has no master living in it, it becomes dark, vile, and contemptible, choked with filth and disgusting refuse. So too is a soul which has lost its master, who once rejoiced there with his angels. This soul is darkened with sin, its desires are degraded, and it knows nothing but shame. Woe to the path that is not walked on, or along which the voices of men are not heard, for then it becomes the haunt of wild animals. Woe to the soul if the Lord does not walk within it, to banish with his voice the spiritual beasts of sin." Woe to the house where no master dwells, to the field where no farmer works, to the pilotless ship, storm-tossed and sinking. Woe to the soul without Christ as its true pilot, drifting in the darkness, buffeted by the waves of passion, storm-tossed at the mercy of evil spirits. Its end is destruction. Woe to the soul that does not have Christ to cultivate it with care to produce the good fruit of the Holy Spirit. Left to itself, it is choked with thorns and thistles. Instead of fruit, it produces only what is fit for burning. Woe to the soul that does not have Christ dwelling in it, deserted and foul with the filth of the passions. It becomes a haven for all vices. When a farmer prepares to till the soil, he must put on clothing and use tools that are suitable. So Christ our heavenly King came to till the soil of mankind, devastated by sin. He assumed a body, and using the cross as his plowshare, cultivated the barren soul of man. He removed the thorns and thistles which are the evil spirits, and pulled up the weeds of sin. Into the fire he cast the straw of wickedness. And when he had plowed the soul with the wood of the cross, he planted in it a most lovely garden of the Spirit, that could produce for its Lord and God the sweetest and most pleasant fruit of every kind.
I am the true vine, and you are the branches. Whoever, Whoever lives, lives in me, and, and I in him, brings forth much fruit. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Whoever lives in me, and I in him, brings forth much fruit. Lord, increase our eagerness to do your will, and help us to know the saving power of your love. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. You can tell that we're getting close to the end of the church year because the readings at Mass talk about the last things, the things before the end. And today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, We've already heard the Lord talking about things that will happen in the end of time, but today he tells the people what will happen to them. It's from the 21st chapter of the Gospel of Luke. They will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors for my name's sake. This will be a time for you to bear testimony. Settle it, therefore, in your minds, not to meditate beforehand how to answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be delivered up even by parents and brothers and kinsmen and friends, and some of you they will put to death. You will be hated by all for my name's sake. But not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your lives. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. The Lord talks about perseverance and endurance, and in almost all cases, that also means patience. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Now that we have arrived at the close of the liturgical year, it's fitting that the Lord should speak to us of the last days. Jesus predicts the destruction of Jerusalem, which came to pass some 40 years later. His second coming will be in power and great glory. Today's gospel is the part of this discourse where Jesus warns his disciples of impending persecution. The Lord exhorts his followers to persevere no matter what should happen. By your endurance, you will gain your lives. In the years that followed, the apostles meditated on the Lord's warning, A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you. Even the worst tribulation has a role to play in God's providence. God permits contradictions because they can be the cause of greater goods. 
For example, the early Roman persecution strengthened the primitive church and deepened her supernatural spirit. This was to fulfill the Lord's prediction, In the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Life presents us with all manner of problems and trials. Some are great and many of little consequence. With the help of God's grace, the soul can be strengthened by every trial. Certain contradictions emanate from other people, such as direct attacks or veiled threats from people who do not understand our vocation, or perhaps public opposition from a pagan culture or from declared enemies of the church. Other contradictions have their origin in the limitations of our human nature. We may experience financial difficulties or grave family problems. At times, we will become sick or exhausted or completely discouraged. If we are to persevere in adversity, we need to exercise patience. We should be cheerful no matter what develops, because we have our eyes fixed on Christ. He has encouraged us to move forward, to live in His peace. Our confidence should be anchored in the fact that Christ has been triumphant. According to St. Augustine, patience is the virtue that allows us to bear adversity with a serene spirit. We should prize this serenity of soul because it allows us to obtain greater goods. The Christian should learn how to endure physical and moral hardship without complaining. Usually, we are presented with many different opportunities to practice this virtue in the ordinary circumstances of everyday life. The struggle may relate to the most mundane things, a character defect that keeps resurfacing, Undertakings that don't go as we had planned, unexpected changes in schedule, the bad manners of a colleague at work, people who mean well but don't understand traffic jams, delays in public transportation, too many phone calls, forgetfulness. These are all occasions for us to grow in humility and become more refined in our charity. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. We join the whole church in prayer once again. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O oh God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? I cry aloud to God, cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered, and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered, and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea your path through the mighty waters, and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in, in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, you established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders. But more wondrously, you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. All your, your ways, ways are holy. What, what God, God can, can compare, compare with our God. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My, My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. 
There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For an all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just, and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, 
and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The The Lord Lord is is King. King. Let Let the the earth rejoice. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial or distress or persecution or hunger or nakedness or danger or the sword? Yet in all this we are more than conquerors because of him who has loved us. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will will bless bless the Lord Lord all all my life long. With a song of praise ever on my lips. All All my my life long. long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I I will bless bless the Lord all my life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Savior, who promised to remain with his church all days until the end of the world. Let us give him thanks and call out, Remain with us, Lord. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. Remain with us the whole day, Lord. Let your grace be a sun that never sets. Remain with us, Lord. We dedicate this day to you as an offering. Do not let us offer anything that is evil. Remain with us, Lord. May your gift of light pervade this whole day. That we may be the salt of the earth 
and the light of the world. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. May the love of your Holy Spirit direct our hearts and our lips. And may we always act in accordance with your will. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, as a new day dawns, send the radiance of your light to shine in our hearts. Make us true to your teaching. Keep us free from error and sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Advent, of course, is a time of getting ready for Christmas, but we should prepare ourselves for Advent, too. It comes up in just a few days. It begins this Sunday. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning, and later yet, it's Patrick Conley with The Inner Life. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.